welcome. This is The Good Place, Downtime Podcast, the 120th episode. My name is Elisa. I'm your host today with Jeremy on my left. How's it going, Jeremy? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. By the way, Jeremy's not actually to my left. We're recording this separately. Yes, our usual, but it's good to hear your voice again, Elisa. Dude, it's been, it has been crazy at work, but uh, uh, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I have an available time and I'm, pe- I'm very pe- at peace at the moment. And also catching up on a lot of TV today. Nice. That's the way to do it. Yep. Like I'm caught up with the first two episodes of season four of The Good Place as of today and British Bake Off. Ah, uh, that's why you mentioned The Good Place. I was like, oh, did she watch that recently? And it turned out you did. <laughs> I did. The best comedy in, like, one of the best comedies of all time. Oh, I, I still have to check that out. I've heard really good things about it. You haven't watched it? No, it's it's in the works. It's one of those comedies that's incredibly clever and really well written. It was, it's I think I discussed this before, but it's written where this is the final season of The Good Place and Michael Schur, the writer, had an and he already knew the plot writing this TV show. So there's no filler. Everything has a point. Jeremy Bear Me. And it's a great show. I believe it. Yeah. But what are you are what are you watching anything on TV? Uh no, I'm waiting for Brooklyn Nine Nine to start up again. Um, also a Michael Schur property. Yes, and I love that show so much. Definitely one of the best comedies on TV. And I know you you said that about The Good Place. Michael um, Schur no- comedies are top notch. Honestly, yeah, he's got a good track record. The Office, Parks and Rec. It's it's good. It's good stuff. It's great. It's great. Uh, um, but no, I'm not watching any TV shows. Uh, definitely catching up or rewatching the Star Wars movies because my girlfriend hasn't seen it and she's going to be that character. She's going to be a character for Halloween. So she wants to know where, what all the movies are about. And she's not the only one. There are other people that haven't seen Star Wars before. But Do you know uh, what you're going to be for Halloween this year? I'm pro- I might be either a stitch because I have a onesie from last year and that's like kind of my, my lazy choice. Or huh. I might I might be uh, Jake from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because it's such an easy costume to pull off. Pull off. I, I just need a, I need like either a plaid shirt and a zippered hoodie, which I both have. Or, a navy zippered hoodie. There you go. Or and then a, a tie. Yep, or I just need a hoodie. And khakis. And a, there you go. <laughs> um, I might just do the hoodie, the leather jacket, and that's it, and a badge. Sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so probably going to be that for Halloween, but it's... I don't know. Like, if I want something scary, then I'll... I don't know. I don't have anything scary. So, The yeah. good news about Halloween is Halloween's on a weekday, so you could be two separate costumes on the weekend that you do party stuff or we go out for Halloween, and then another one is your work costume, so... That's very true. I'm yeah. going to consider that. I'm probably going to do that since one of those more... Like, Stitch is, like, more of a fun costume. Um, yeah, that would be cute. Yeah, I think so, too. Halloween's one of those holidays where I don't care about it, but I care about it. I feel it. I feel it. It's like 
Halloween at its core is, oh, you're dressing up as costume in costumes. That's cool. You know, that's cool. You know, it's whatever to be. But when I dress up as a costume, I try really hard <laughs> when I dress up. Yeah, there's a part of me that really wants to be scary, but it's the only time of the year when I actually dress up. Like, if I go to a, I don't really go to anime conventions, but if I ever do, I don't dress up. I don't cosplay or do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that's just too much effort. But when it comes to Halloween, I'm like, you know what? Everyone's going to be dressed up, so let's let's do something about that. Yeah, let's do it. But, uh, yeah, this year, you know, the two things I just mentioned are probably what I'm going to be. Um, I'm trying I'm trying not to give it too much thought. So, yeah, we'll see. What about you? I am going to be Cardi B from the I Like It music video for wow, Halloween. Wow, that is, that is very specific, and I love it. Yes. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, I need to Google it, but okay. Cardi B. There is a specific outfit that she wears in that music video that's iconic, and I'm going to wear that outfit. Okay. It's a, it's the album cover of I Like It, I think. Is it not, like... the, not, the, not the album cover of her album album, but the cover of her single for I Like It. She has like a blue thing on her head. Yeah, she has a blue uh, wrap. Well, Yes, blue wrap there we go. as well as a jeweled top and then a yellow skirt. I think you could pull that off. That looks pretty. That looks pretty easy. Yeah, I'm gonna be that for Halloween. Dope. I hope a lot of people know. <laughs> I'm so excited. Nice. Yeah, you gotta you gotta snap pics. It's funny because Cardi, like I Cardi B's okay. Like I don't like a lot of her. Like her songs are okay to me, but I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like, I like it. That's a, uh, that's like one of like, I think that's like a really, really good song. That's like one, like, I like it to me is like top, like God tier. But then a lot of other Cardi B songs are like, eh, they're fine. <laughs> wow. So, so I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see what your costume looks like. Yeah. I was also considering Professor Chaos. Mm-hmm. And um, making my own tinfoil outfit, but I think I'll be Cardi B this time around. Hey, we'll hey, good choice. Yes. So a lot's been happening in the news. Yeah, uh, this week we're gonna start off with video game news. There is a. It's been weird. <laughs> It's been a yeah, I mean It's been last... epic. It's been a great it's been a great week though. A lot of entertainment. Uh, yeah, a lot of entertainment releases and announcements and just a bunch of other stuff that's been going on, but um Oh yeah. Um so I guess one of the biggest things is about PlayStation. Yeah, there's two things about PlayStation. So the first one, which is like the easiest thing to cover is that there's a few PlayStation 5 leaks that came out. And I'll just list them off. Uh, the leak summary includes that the code name for PlayStation 5 is Prospero. So you have Project Scarlet and Project Prospero up against each other. There's going to be a built-in camera for streaming. So according to the leak, now we have both Xbox and PlayStation Gen 5 supporting a streaming camera for users. Mm. And PlayStation patented 
a technology to have a 3D holographic display screen. Now, the patent itself might not be for the PS5. It might be a patent for another thing. But I just, that's just another thing that was um, discovered. So those are the few the, the few pieces of information that were released with PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Not much to really go off of except for the fact that it seems that Xbox and PlayStation pretty much have near identical options and tech specs. And also uh, another leak is that uh, dev kits are now available for PlayStation and that are being shipped out to developers. Right. Yep. And that's pretty much all there is to it. It's, you know, not enough to really make um, an, make a, an opinion about it. Yeah, everyone's seen the stuff about the SSDs and, like, streaming. That was the, yeah, that was the one, like, four... The SSD was the one from, like, four months ago, I think, that leak. Right, right. There was, like, that press conference or, like, that, yeah. that investors meeting or something, and they were like, this is Spider-Man without this, and this is Spider-Man with this. And then, yeah, they just showed it load loading really fast uh yeah. amd's returning with their um the processor and the gpu for the ps4 or, i'm sorry the ps5 as they did with the ps4 uh, and the design of the ps5 is an interesting thing it's kind of look it kind of looks like a spaceship it does look like a spaceship it's unclear from the leak whether that design is the dev kit version or whether that design is the actual version I'm thinking it's the dev kit version. I'm not a huge fan of what it looks like, but it's too if, bulky. I think oh, to be the actual version. Because absolutely. You, you know for you know for a fact that PlayStation's consoles they're known for being sleek. That's not sleek at all. No, that's it. It looks like what the first Xbox would have looked like in concept. You know. Yes. Um, and literally, the first Xbox was supposed to be an X shape, but that was just a prototype. Um, so. This is, to your point, way too bulky. I think that it's it's not meant to be, like, you're supposed to take it places What is what I'm assuming. Uh, so I hope that this is just the dev kit version. It looks like there's too many USB ports on the front. Um, yeah, it sounds like a dev kit version. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it looks interesting, to say the least. It, it screams PS3 vibes, like the first PS3, the Spider-Man <laughs> font. Um, it does look like a space. It doesn't look like a spaceship to me. It looks like a space center. Oh, <laughs> like a Star Trek space center. Like a Star Trek space center. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it looks cool. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. I just. I just wanted to do what it's supposed to. <laughs> I mean, that's that, that's generally what everyone wants out of the next or any any console. They just wanted to play the games that they want and not care about it. It would uh, be really cool if the new PlayStation Five is lighter and smaller than the current PlayStation. Like it just got progressively smaller without having to resort to like a slim version of it. That would be kind of cool. I'd like. That. Yeah, that would be dope. Uh, I would totally. I I think I'm gonna get this console regardless in the future. Um, my PS4 is at a point where it's literally screaming at me. After I play a game for 30 minutes, it just Uh-oh. starts to... Yeah, the fan is just... I don't know what's wrong. I've opened it up. I've cleaned it many times. And yet, I think it might be the heat sink. I don't know what it is, but mm. it's it's uh, it's an issue other people have. And I don't want to send it into Sony because it's going to take too long. So it's either get it fixed professionally or just buy a new one. And at this point, it's too late to buy a new PS4, so I'm just going to get the PS5. Um, yeah. 
And I'm not playing too many PS4 games at the moment. I mean, I was going to get Red Dead, but then Red Dead's coming out for the PC. It's going to come out for PC in December, on Steam at least, uh, and next month for all other PC outlets like Windows Store and Epic Game Store. So See, I'm, I'm actually... so behind, I didn't even know they announced it was coming out on PC. Yeah, that, you know, insert another little piece of news. Yes, Red Dead's come. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out for PC. Oh, uh, that so, makes sense. Yeah, I'm probably going to get it on PC. I think it would make a good PC game. I already have GTA 5 on PC, and I don't want... I bought that game twice. So at this point, I'm just going to play it on PC. Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, to end it on the PS5, I, I, this is definitely like what a dev kit looks like. Or at least I hope that this is what the dev kit is. So, I mean, it's cool that that's now out in the wild. Uh, it won't be long until someone snaps a sneaky photo and sends it out to the internet. Yeah. Both the Xbox and PlayStation um, expected to come out holiday season of 2020. So we'll, yes. we'll probably see what it actually looks like next July or next August. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm I'm assuming next by next E3 is when we're gonna have a, a PS5 reveal. Oh yeah, and and an Xbox reveal. That's yep. I forgot about E3. I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> Even though you went there. <laughs> Even though I went there before. No, it's all good. Uh, so yeah, PS5, it's coming out. We thought it would be longer, but hey, they're gonna announce it, but we don't know when they're actually gonna ship it. Might be holiday 2021. Yeah, that's actually very true. They could announce it next year, but not only available uh, twenty one, uh, November November twenty twenty one. So that that's I, also we'll see what happens. Yeah, that sounds about right. Considering yeah. that the dev kits only went out recently. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, two years out. Yep. Another piece of news that comes from PlayStation is from the company itself. Uh, it was announced this week that the chairman of okay, the chairman of Worldwide Studios, Sean Layden, is leaving the company, and the Japan CEO of PlayStation, Atsushi Morita, is retiring. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a really weird two years of PlayStation management. Yeah. No, I I agree. I think it's I think it was just time for them to step down since they won this generation. I just feel like or maybe they feel like they don't need to be there anymore. So, I have no for idea. sure, so for sure with Atsushi Morita, he's just retiring cuz he's old. So, you know, <laughs> that's whatever. Um, Sean Layden's leaving. It was weird that it didn't come out of a press conference. It came out of Twitter. Mm-hmm. But but I'm sure a press conference is going to come out soon. Yeah, they have to. I mean, Sony's big on press conferences. Yeah. But I just feel like this weird was so or this year was so weird with the way that they shifted all the management and how they pretty much um because you know you know what kind of happened this year right uh remind me i, I it's it's almost the end of the year so i okay. need some reminder <laughs> okay so um so 
Andrew House, who was the president CEO of PlayStation, we know that he left the company in 2017. After he left the company, the person who took over his spot was uh, John Kudera, and John Kudera was the deputy president, so kind of like the next in command. Mm-hmm. So he was promoted to CEO and president. And then when he got promoted to president and CEO, it was during a time where PlayStation received a lot of criticism. One, because they weren't playing fair with having their game uh, cross-compatible with other consoles. For example, uh, what, what was the one? Was it Fortnite that that it received controversy for not being cross compatible? Uh, I think it was a. Was it a different one? I think it was a bunch of games, but let's say Fortnite. I think Fortnite was the big one since it was was the biggest game last year. It was one of them. And so it received that, and then also last year was the year where suddenly PlayStation took a stance that it needed to censor all its sexual content and boobs because they had to think about the children which Mm -hmm. was weird because they didn't censor the violence they just censored all the sexual stuff which is even weirder (laughs) and then yeah yeah and um and during that time like it it affects a lot of japanese games that are super hypersexual and what happened in february of this year was that john codera he um, he got demoted. He got demo. He got demoted by Kenichiro Yoshida, who's the Sony Corporation CEO. So he, so Yoshida is like the head honcho guy of all Sony stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he demoted John Kodera back to his deputy president position, and then hired a new president and CEO this year. Oh wow! Who is now Jim Ryan? Mm-hmm. And then. This year also was when they announced that they were going to do PlayStation Productions, which is turning Sony games into TV and film. And that studio and that department, so even though it's headed by a different person who his name is Asad Kizilbash, so it's headed by the, by by a different person, but Sean Layden is the one overseeing that whole thing, that whole venture. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's overseeing it all because he's the he's the chairman of Worldwide Studios. And for listeners who kind of like don't know the distinction, so Sony Interactive Entertainment is all-encompassing PlayStation. So it includes the PlayStation hardware itself. It includes the software. It includes the games and the developers. It includes the Sony network. It includes the Sony story. It includes everything. So that's Sony Interactive Entertainment. And then... Worldwide Studios is the department under Sony Interactive Entertainment that is about the developers, and it's the game studios themselves. Right, right. So Sean Layden is in charge of the creative and all the games, pretty much. So have they named a successor? They didn't name a successor, which is the more surprising thing, because hmm. when they when they demoted Codera in February, they already were like, we're going to... Jim Ryan's the new president. <laughs> so he's the new president and CEO. So this time they didn't they didn't even say who the next um person taking over is. Wow. Okay. 
which is, <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, so I'm going to over-speculate because I can. Um, this is a different, this is weird because people leave companies all the time. For example, Marita's old and he's retiring. So, but Marita, I think, got his own announcement that he was retiring. Like, he got his own press release. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sean Layden only got a tweet that he was leaving. Right, right. And in this day and age, you can't really be you can't really focus on the tweets, but I'm going to focus on the tweets. That I is mean, it's weird that it's he did that he didn't get a press conference and he didn't even get a statement. You see that that's just the weird thing. Yeah, I think they're still working on it. I think it's still like they, you can't just say I'm leaving and then just leave all that stuff behind. They definitely yeah. have to transition it properly. Like any any corporation where you're a major head or figurehead of the company, they're not going to just let you go and figure out what to do next. Like they're going to take you in a room and be like, "All right, you need to help us figure out where you're going to pull all this stuff next." Um I mean, it happened to me at my last job. It happened to you, Elisa, at our last job. So it's just, it's definitely just the corporate structure. Like they want to make sure that they're set up for success um, and they want to ensure their their well-being and they want to make sure that they can keep going. Of course, you're a factor as a number in the company. You're a factor, but you're an important factor. So they're going to drain all the information out of you first and then they're going to let you go officially. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that there's, no successor because it's something that he just tweeted about. It's like, you know, the equivalent of Trump tweets when he just tweets out random shit about like the government politics or whatever, um, between countries. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I mean, right now, since there's no official announcement, like everyone's should, everyone should take this with a grain of salt, uh, and wait until there's an official response from Sony before you just listen to what he says, because he could just, he's spouting nonsense, you know? No, 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 no. The tweet came from the official PlayStation tweet. Oh, Twitter. okay. I th- I thought he tweeted it himself. Oh no 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 no. Oh, I see. I see. I see. So this was the official PlayStation Twitter. Oh, okay. In that case, yeah. Where's his damn press conference? Yeah. <laughs> so so that's why I'm speculating. And, right. Right. Which means I'm not okay. I'm not saying he was fired, but usually what happens when a new and this is this is not exclusive to Sony. This is a general a general company thing. When you have a new president or and CEO, which happens to be Jim Ryan, and I don't know his intentions. We don't know any of his intentions. But typically what happens when you have a new person in charge is that person in charge wants their people to like the people that they want to be part of different things. So there is a chance that Sean Layden. So my speculation is Sean Layden could have just left to go to a different job, like whatever, you know. But I also wouldn't be surprised if it was a mutual agreement because Yoshida and Ryan wanted to have different leadership for PlayStation 5. So kind of uh. like so kind of like just not ousting everyone to get a new fresh start for PlayStation 5. Ousting's not actually maybe ousting is the right word. But let's but, say but, uh let's say corporate reorganization. Corporate reorganization and shuffle. There you go. Yes, yes. There you have it. There's the uh that's the business talk right there. Yep, that's the business talk. So that's what I think is going on. I think they're gonna have a completely new team for PlayStation 5. Well, why is 
why is Shuhei Yoshida exempt from all this? Oh, I don't I don't think I don't I don't think Kenshiro Yoshida is exempt from anything because he's the whole he's like the whole Sony Corporation CEO. So I I like he knows all the decisions. Uh okay. Oh, like, I see. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like he himself might have initiated this. I mean, actually, you know when when um when John Codera when he got demoted, um Yoshida actually like in his uh it was really it was really weird, but basically in in their like press conference release it was like, "So I talked to Codera and we decided that it was better wow. for him to be demoted." In like layman's terms, so basically Yoshida was like, "Hey, you're demoted," and he's like, "Okay, and yeah. He's like, yeah, we we talked about it. He's demoted now. Like, <laughs> like, what the uh, fuck?" It's like I I guess <laughs> uh, I have no choice in this because you're my boss. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I guess I won't have a word. <laughs> you yeah. know. Uh, by the way, Yo- Yoshida's Twitter now says President of Worldwide Studios. You- so, uh, President Yoshida's Twitter. Oh, sorry, not President Yoshida. Shuhei Yoshida's Twitter now says president of Worldwide Studios. Is that new? I I'm looking at it right now and I don't think that's been there before. Okay. So he's now the head of Worldwide Studios. Repeat his name. Who's the who is world who's the head of Worldwide Studios? Shuhei Yoshida. He's the oh. president of Sony. Oh, I see. Interesting. Wow. Uh hold on. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you see it? I really, I wonder what they're going to do. Well, there will be an official announcement coming soon. Mm-hmm. Everyone is, everyone's got their eyes on this and they're like, okay, in the midst of all this like PS5 dev kit stuff going on you can't yeah. just sideline the most important part of this which is like you know sean Layden. Mm-hmm. and so we'll see i really don't know i honestly don't know all right we'll see what happens Hmm. oh also one more thing that i wanted to say before we end the playstation uh executive topic is uh, after andrew house left in 2017 even though Sean Layden is not like the PlayStation president and CEO. He kind of took over the face of PlayStation in terms of talking to people. Right. He and, was like the the what's it called? The the Reggie of PlayStation in kind of a way. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm interested to see who's going to be the next um face of PlayStation. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting next few years for PlayStation because now they all have Stadia, you know. Yeah. To worry yeah. about, so Yep. They have Stadia and then on top of to worry about and then on top of that Xbox is like um he has Phil Spencer and he's um he's the face of Xbox and yep. it's actually really like really well versed um, I don't really pay attention to Xbox press conferences a lot, but Same. I am interested when he speaks. I think he does a great, he's a great PR talker. So I'm, oh, I, re- yeah. I really, I'm really curious who the next one will be, but we'll, yep. we'll probably find out in the next month. Yeah, no, I'm assuming by, 
before the end of this month, they're going to address it. For sure, for sure. So, coming off of the PS5 talk, let's talk about everyone's favorite Gearbox CEO, Randy Pitchford. And I'm really excited because I don't know what you're going to talk about. I don't know what he did this time, so this is exciting. So, there was a lawsuit against him accusing CEO Randy Pitchford of withholding a $12 million bonus from employees and also engaging in lewd behavior, as we talked about before with the whole... USB stick, but also other stuff, other lewd stuff. Okay. Um, so this has been dismissed by a Dallas County court, Dallas, Texas. Um, Wait, in Texas? Yes, in Texas. This The the lawsuit was filed in Texas. Oh, okay. Because uh, Gearbox is based in Texas. Ah, uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So the allegations came from a countersuit by Gearbox's former general counsel, Wade Callender, earlier this year. Uh, Gearbox had sued Calendar first, accusing him of misusing company funds for personal expenses. Um, Correct. And so, actually, Calendar and Pitchford were childhood friends. But, of course, their friendship deteriorated over the next two years because, you know, business gets money. in the way. Yeah, basically just that, just money. Um, <laughs> so the dismissal said that both sides of the case had to correct their misunderstandings. And then the, and basically, they, they just the car was like, you guys need to make up, like kiss and make up. You know, like uh, the court, the the lawsuit. Sorry, not the lawsuit. The the court final ordering also said like they can't bring it up in the future. They can't talk about it. Um, so there's a lot that went on that is not available to the public. But we won't what hear. What do you mean ev- they can't talk about it? So you can't talk about this court case ever so, again? Yeah, that's what was ruled at the end. Uh, so if they're asked about it separately or in in interviews, they're not allowed to talk about it. You're not is allowed this a to Texas ask them. Thing? I have no idea. But uh, this is is that (laughs) I know like, hey, this is a court case you can't talk about. Um, So, yeah, uh, basically, you know, he got off scot free. Wow. Yep. Mr. Pitchford, you know, doing his thing, leaving USBs full of porn and places that people can find it. Okay, I'm more shocked that there is this rule in tech. Okay, that being said, Texas has some things. Texas got some stuff. So like you, you like you can't buy alcohol after a certain time period. Yes. You can't buy stuff alcohol. Like yeah, same with Utah, I think. You can't buy alcohol after a certain period. They got some interesting rules, but the fact that you can't talk about this in press is weird and either they paid a lot or this is legit a Texas rule and this is the type of shit you'd find out is in Florida. That's all like <laughs> that's that's my that's my take on it. Well, Texas is the South, so eh. yes. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of interesting. I mean, I, 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 f- I forgot that this happened, and I didn't really care that it happened. Um. So yeah, that was that was interesting to find out. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, he's just a weird guy in general, too. Oh God, what are we gonna be without um? Name a name a better duo, Randy, uh, Randy and press conferences. 
and awkward <laughs> press conferences. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> but uh, interesting. Yeah, so that was something that happened. Okay. That's all I want to talk about. I, it's Yeah, there's nothing else to say there. All right, all right. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So you played Untitled Goose Game recently? I did play Untitled Goose Game. So um, every Friday... Oh, not every Friday. Every other Friday at work during lunchtime, there is it's kind of like a gaming meet, and there a, we a few people just meet in a conference room, and um, they someone brings their Xbox, someone brings their PlayStation, a bunch of people bring their Switch. It just kind of depends, and then you know, you go in, and so this um, this pa- uh, last Friday, I played the renowned Untitled Goose Game for the very first time. Which I think mm-hmm. only came out two weeks ago, right? Like, it's new. It came out two, three weeks ago? It came out on the 20th the of 20th. September. Okay. It's a really recent game. And so I played it drunk. And this is a great game to play when you're drunk, I think. And also, <laughs> the concept of this game is so fascinating to me. That I that I think that's that's the appeal to it that you're a goose and you're a dick, and you're making everyone's life a living hell. The other and, part that is amazing to me is that this is created by like three people. Yes, uh, house house uh, house 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 is, house is the studio that developed Untitled Goose Game. Also, it's called Untitled Goose Game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is this whole thing is just amazing. Yes. There's so many little details that just make this game fun. I, you know, there's actually a really cool detail of this game with the score, and what the what I really appreciate about the soundtrack and the music is that it matches the beats and the movements of the goose. So yep. you'll have moments of silence when, say, you're not doing anything, you're just walking, you're not not doing much to, you know, forward the task that you're trying to complete, but then at like say you pick something up or you knock something all of a sudden it's like do 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 and it's just like it's it's very well timed and then the the music um climaxes as well when you're closer to getting something done it, it i it's very well put together and i mm-hmm. i was really impressed by that also the soundtrack reminds me of build mode of the sims 1 it's amazing i i appreciate it <laughs> dope dope yeah have you seen it or played it yet? I've seen a full playthrough on YouTube, and uh, last actually, yeah, yesterday, uh, my my coworker brought in his Switch, and I was just watching him play it, and he gave me the controller for a bit, and I was playing around with it, and I was like, "This is this is fun. There's different objectives you have to complete. There's like a okay. The, for some reason, the goose has a list of things to do. Yes, like, exactly. Like throw the rake in the lake, or like steal the bell, or like you know yep. pose as as the fake goose, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that was interesting. It's fun. It's, it's definitely something I will get in the future, but something I'm rushing to get right now. It's definitely the hottest game as of this moment. Like there's celebrities talking about like Chrissy Teigen, like mentioned it. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why? I didn't uh, know she had a switch. (laughs) It's also out for PC and Mac. So, um, only in the Epic game store with the steam release coming later 2020, sadly. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. So it's a fun game. It's really cute. Uh, the art style is definitely, it kind of reminds you of like a, I don't know, like 
it reminds me of like a comic strip meets I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just minimalism. It's really, there we go. I was like, I was like, how do I explain this? There we go. Minimalism is probably the best term. Uh, and you're just an asshole goose in a tiny English village, just messing shit up. And I love it. It, it. I love the concept. I think it's really unique and interesting, and definitely a breath of fresh air for all the stuff that's been going on with micro microtransactions and you know just like people just game, game development studios closing and people suing each other and stuff like that. So this is definitely one of those. It's pretty lighthearted. And lighthearted in a dickish way. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So when I so when I played it, my so uh, I remember I was in a backyard, and so there's you're in a backyard that's connected to your neighbor's. But sorry, the backyard's not connected to your neighbor's backyard, but it's, there's a fence dividing the two backyards. Right. Right. So the part that I was at, there was a uh, there was a way that if the goose pressed something. I want to say it was a lever. It broke the fence. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, so my task was, I I had to break a vase. I had, or I sorry, not not the goose broke the vase, but I had to get someone to drop their the vase themselves. Oh, I see. So it was like there was a purple vase, and I kept I w- the task would involve me baiting the neighbor to pick up the vase and then I would have to honk or do something to make sure that the vase dropped and broke. Right, right. And that was really, that was like hilarious. I loved it. That's great. (laughs) And then I was also really wasted. So that was like even better. You're just laughing your ass off like, oh my God. (laughs) This is is amazing. But (laughs) the attention of detail to the minimalist cartoony um, backyard was really cool so for example there were like like one of the backyards had those kind of creepy stone statues you know what i'm talking about yeah like like the statues that have like the water fountain or yes yeah like the water bath there you go and then you could you could like adjust stuff with that as well as you could even um you could even spin some windmills or you can walk through a wind chime. So it was it was great. I had a wonderful time. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, it's it's great. It's a it's a good game. I think it's really fun and relaxing. Um, it can be kind of stressful, but honestly, like you shouldn't let it get to you. It's one of those games you just have to enjoy, you know? Yeah, it's not overcooked, y'all. No need to be stressed right now. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> no need to be stressed yet. <laughs> yeah. It's it looks fun. Yeah. And it is fun. So definitely get it if you've got a Switch or if you're Does it cost it on... money? <laughs> or is it yeah. a free game? Oh yeah, it's like twenty bucks. Is it really twenty is that really twenty bucks? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, I I played my friend's Switch. I I, I, I didn't know it costed money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the devs have to make money somehow. They can't just release it for free and expect people to give them donations. They okay, gotta have that's... like mic- microtransactions oh, yeah. or something. That's fair. Okay. Do you know how long this game is? I- I'm asking because I don't know how long this game is. It's like three hours. Three hours for $20 or, for three hours? I feel like that's, like $10. that's $10 or even five. Uh, You know. All right. <laughs> it's like less than that maybe if you're really f- if you want to speed run it. But uh. Okay. I'm not going to say anything else. But. All right. 
Well, it should be you... five dollars. Sorry. Okay, I'm done. That's I'm, okay. I'm done. All right. Hey, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. I'm done. I'm done. And let's let's move on to what we're playing. And I want to know what you're playing, Elisa. Wait. I. I. I that's it. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's it. <laughs> hey, that worked out well. Well, I could talk about Dead by Daylight. Well, in, right. in the last podcast, you might have heard me talk about hey. like, gu- gushing about how good Dead by Daylight is. Yes, and I just, did. And yeah, how much fun it is. Still? Is it what? Is it in beta mode or is it like out out? Oh no! It was released three years ago. Oh, it was released three years ago. Yeah. Okay. It's a great game. It's it's so fun. I highly recommend it. It's basically tag with your friends. That's all I can say. It's yes. tag with licensed killers. <laughs> yes. Um, because they got like Ghostface. They have Michael. Sadly, they don't have Jason because Jason has his own game, Friday the Thirteenth. Um, and everyone thought that game was gonna kill Dead by Daylight, but it didn't because. Apparently, people didn't like that game, or uh, people still play it. I'm not trying to diss on it. It still looks like a fun game. Um, and there's also last year, The Nightmare, which I also mentioned that everyone thought was going to be another Dead by Daylight killer, which wasn't. There's still thousands of people, tens of thousands of people that play Dead by Daylight. Um, so now that it's October, they're doing a Halloween event where they're giving out skins for the killers. You have to obtain them by playing the game, basically, and earning blood points and all that stuff. Uh so yeah, it's it's fun. I I'm I'm playing it almost every night. I come home from work, eat some dinner, chill, and then I my friends come on. We all play Dead by Daylight together, yell at each other. It's great. I love it so much. Um, just in time for Halloween too. Exactly. I bought it in September when the Stranger Things DLC came out, and yeah, I've been playing a lot of Nancy and Steve. Uh, there's there's two different types of players in the game. There's those that like to play exclusively killer, and there's those that like to play exclusively survivors. And so what are I guess you? there's there's a third that likes to also play as both. Um, okay. I I like playing more of survivor. I don't really like playing as killer. There's a tutorial bit that you can do before you start actual matches where you can play as both survivor and killer, so that you understand the mechanics of the game. I like playing as as the survivor. Um, definitely a lot more stress, but. With four mines versus one, I think it's easier to complete objectives, especially if everyone knows what they're doing. Um, one of my groups started out, there were two of us that were kind of noobs to the game, and so we didn't really know how it worked, and we kept you know, blowing up generators, getting caught by the killer, not knowing how to do loops and running away from the killer. But as time went on, we actually got kind of good. It's, it's been like two or three weeks now since, the, since I got the game, and I've already logged like 50 hours into it. Are there a clown? Can you play as a clown? There's a clown. Okay, I was about to say... It's not a it's not a serial killer game until the clowns come out. Uh there's a he's a fat clown. He's got like a bottle of like sleeping potion. He th- oh, not brother. sleeping potion. Not sleeping potion. He's like he's got like a, a potion that he throws at you and then your your vision gets cloudy and you move a little bit slower. Um and there's like Jason from, you know, no, it's yeah. not Jason. Sorry. Freddy. Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Or is it or is it Friday the 13th? Which one was it? I mean, it's both. <laughs> if technically. Wait, oh, wait, that's no, no, true. No. Elm Street, Elm Street, Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, so Freddy, say, I, like, yeah, yeah, different. like every every sixty seconds, he turns you into a dream state where you have to snap out of it. it there, there, there's just so many variants and different variables to the game. It's amazing. I love everything about it. That's, um, there's like different builds to the survivors. I definitely like playing as as the survivor because it's just it just for me it just feels more fun. Um, yes. As the killer, you have to worry about too many things. As a survivor, you just have to worry about saving your friends and working on generators. And it's it's easy. You know, it's so easy. For sure. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of that. I highly recommend the game to everyone. I personally don't like horror movies. They're, they frighten me. I always hide whenever one comes on. But with this game, it's a lot different because I know who's playing 
with me and I can talk to them and yes. we can all be scared together. Uh, yes. It's great. It's it's so much fun. And I'm probably going to stop gushing about I'm never going to stop gushing about it until basically, yeah, until I start playing something else, which Black Friday's coming up and I have hey. some games on my list that I'm going to talk about later. But yeah, for now, Dead by Daylight, it's October. We're talking about Dead by Daylight. Super awesome. So fun. Yes. Gotta gotta do it for Halloween. Gotta do it for Halloween. Absolutely. And they always have like, you know, double XP weekends or in Dead by Daylight's case, double blood point weekends where you can play a regular match, but at the end of it, you get more blood points than you actually were supposed to get, which is awesome. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's great. Uh, Yeah, that's all I'm playing. That's literally the only thing I'm playing right now. All right. We don't have questions this week. But if you want to ask a question, just hit us up on the website, downtime.live. There's a link there. You can join the Discord and ask us a question there. There's also a form on the website. You can also email us at contact at downtime.live. Or subscribe to us on anywhere where we have the podcast, such as um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube. And if you post a comment there, then we'll read it out on the podcast. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, Write us a review and we'll read it on here. Sweet. Oh, All right. and then this is I just I want to say this just because I haven't been on the po- on the podcast for a while. Um, but Death Stranding looks like fucking trash. I'm sorry. I <laughs> but, like yeah. Like it was one of those things where it was like interesting, and then the more trailers come out, the more I just don't give a shit anymore. And <laughs> so though. That's just my thought. I just wanted to put it out there because it's been a while. But yeah, I'm not fucking playing Death Stranding. No, honestly, me too. Like I, I <laughs> like cinematically and like visually, it looks amazing. I'm like, this looks like a cool movie. But other than that, like I would never play this game. I'm probably just gonna watch someone play it on Twitch or on YouTube. You know? Yeah. That's it. Like I don't want to play that game. I'm just gonna watch it. It's yeah. definitely like it's it just seems very Kojima. And at the end of it, I'm like, well, Kojima has really good. If Kojima was a director, I'd watch that movie is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. For sure. And that that ends this podcast. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the 120th episode of Downtime Podcast. Have a good night. Peace.